Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here. It's Elon Daly, part of the Talking Tesla network of shows. And it is Monday, and it is November 25th. That is right. And you know what? This week, we are just going to have to talk a lot about the Cybertruck because we're still reeling from the event. Reeling, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It was on Thursday. I did a live show. Robert was there. Tom, we haven't heard from Tom. We don't know where Tom is. Tom has gone into the bushes somewhere. But so much to talk about. So much to talk about. I'm still trying to metabolize it. I think the world is still trying to metabolize it. Now, let's just get past the obvious things this morning. Let's get past them. The obvious thing being, it is a weird-looking truck. It is very weird-looking. It is in no way typical at all. And so that has two possible effects. One, half the people hate this thing, like hate it. And then there's a group of people, I think less, that really like it. And then there's people like me that just don't know, can't work out. When it first came out, I thought it was a joke. And then uh, as it stayed there and they kept talking about it, I'm like, really? This is it? We knew it was going to be weird, but it's super weird. Now, since that event on Thursday, a number of people have done renderings in different colors, in black in particular. And in black, it looks way less weird, much less weird. It starts to look actually kind of cool if you spend a little time looking at it in black and looking at the things that you could potentially do to this thing. And what could you potentially do? So, oh, the other thing we should talk about is the window. So I'm sure you've seen the video by now, but they took their steel ball and they're throwing it on windows of normal cars and then they're dropping it on a window of the uh, Cybertruck and then they actually throw it at the Cybertruck window and it smashes. And then they do it again and it smashes. And it's really awkward. And for the rest of the show, there's this giant Cybertruck and they've just hit it, you know, pounded this thing with sledgehammers on the doors and there's been no effect, but it's got two broken windows. Now, Elon since then has shown a video behind the scenes where they are throwing these steel things at these, uh, you know, impenetrable windows, and it was not breaking. They probably didn't do what they did on stage, which was first hit the door with a sledgehammer multiple times and then throw it at the glass. So we'll see if they can fix that. It's actually not a big deal. This is a very pre-pre-pre-production vehicle. And the point I think they got across was that this new steel that they're using is incredibly strong. And the windows probably will be very strong as well. And it made me question, is this a military vehicle? Why would you need this? But again, if you're a working person and you're out there and you're banging your truck up, knowing that it is really strong and unlikely to dent is pretty cool. And it raises some other questions about how do you produce this. And I'm sorry, I've lost the email, but we had a really insightful listener saying that maybe one of the reasons that you don't have these beautiful curves like you do have on the S and the X and the 3 is that this metal is so strong, if you tried to bend it, the machine that is bending it would have to be so massive. So it's probably better that you just have to cut this thing and therefore you have these very stark, sharp lines rather than smooth lines because bending that puppy, whoo, that would be hard work. But we've got a lot of letters. I'm going to get to them later in the week. Um, so if you send in a letter, don't worry. We're going to get to those because some really insightful things. But I just want to say a few things myself, which is this. First of all, the specs. I keep going back to the specs. And there's stuff in there that makes us think that there is some special source coming. Because, again, remember this. At the high end, 500 plus miles of range for $70,000 in a truck that's got to weigh an F-ton, Right? Hugely heavy, big truck, over 500 miles, $70,000. Where is the saving that they can do that? 
There's really only two places, right? Two big places. That is in the actual production of this thing itself, the shell. So have they cracked the code? Have they found a way to do a pressing of this outer stainless steel super strong shell in a way that makes construction of it really simple? So that's the first thing. But the other thing has got to be battery, right? This has got to have probably, is my guess, a 200 kilowatt hour battery. To get over 500 miles, something that heavy, it's got to be 200 kilowatt hours, at least is my guess, unless they've done something else magic. And so if they can build this thing with that giant shell and that giant battery for less than $70,000, there's got to be new battery tech, right? Faster, cheaper battery tech, right? And I didn't hear it, but somebody said in one of the emails that Elon said that they've got a faster than 250 kilowatt charge capable in this puppy. Now, I'm going to go back and watch this whole thing again to see if I can hear where that was said. Because that suggests there is new battery tech going to be in this puppy. Again, it's a couple of years away. And so, you know, they bought Maxwell. They bought all these other smaller battery makers. But I think this is going to mean cheaper, faster charging batteries. I just don't know how it could be any other way. And I love the possible downstream effect even though I probably will never own one of these things, although I did put in my $100 deposit. We're going to get back to that in a second. What that could mean is that there would be a downstream effect. They put these new, faster, better batteries into 3, into Y, into S, into X. So I could magically get my 500-mile range car. That would be sweet. If I could get 500-mile range in a Model Y at like $65,000, $70,000, I'll be done. I'll be done. So that is huge that's big, that's large. Now, in terms of pre-orders, Elon has been out on the Twitter saying, we've got 150,000 pre-orders. Now, I would take that with a bit of a grain of salt. That would suggest that there's huge demand for this thing. But I'd take it with a grain of salt because I pre-ordered one. I'm probably not going to get it. Robert pre-ordered one. He's probably not going to get it. I got a couple of emails from listeners who said, you know, I put an order in just in case, but I'm not buying that thing. I'm hoping that they will change it so it doesn't look so uh, weird. And then I might actually buy one. So I think a lot of people are doing the same thing. It's only 100 bucks. In the past, when we've pre-ordered cars, it's been 5,000, 2,000. Now it's 100 bucks. So for 100 bucks, a lot of us are like, eh, I'll be part of the game, but I'm not necessarily going to buy it. So I would take those pre-orders with a grain of salt. And finally for today, because literally I could talk for two hours on this puppy, just about this truck, but we'll sort of spread it out during the week and we'll get Robert's and other people's uh, thoughts and opinions. But finally for today, I just want to highlight another problem with my Model 3. Not because you care, but because if you're having this problem, you'll know that you're not alone. So I've been noting that um, sometimes that autopilot just doesn't turn on. Like it's not there. It's not like it doesn't engage. It's just gone. Just not there. And I've taken it in a couple of times and it's going to go in again soon. And then I've been noticing that sentry mode has been having errors. It'll send a message. I'll park the car. I'll walk away. And then half an hour, an hour later... I'll get a message from the car saying there's an error in sentry mode and it's not working. Okay, that's interesting. And then I noticed another problem, that my battery overnight was draining an enormous amount, an enormous amount. Last night, in less than, well, about 14 hours, it lost 20 miles of range. And then just this morning, it was draining at a rate of two miles per hour. Two miles per hour. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? You know, when... Model 3 first came out, they had a problem with this uh, sort of phantom drain and it would drain down quite a bit. And there were a lot of reports of about 20, 30 miles a day. And that was crazy. Well, that was happening to my car again. But then I put two and two together. I'm like, 
I wonder if this sentry mode issue is also the problem with autopilot and now is also the problem of Phantom Dream in the car. So I turned off sentry mode and for the last about three hours I've had no drain at all. I'm going to continue this experiment on for a couple more hours and if there's no drain I'm then going to turn sentry mode on again and then watch it over the next you know five or six hours and see what happens. I believe I have a sentry mode boogeyman. I'll let you know tomorrow as to the results of this grand experiment. But if you're having weird issues like this consider turning off sentry mode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name's Mel Herbert. The truck has huge implications, whether you like it or hate it. Huge. Something's going on under the hood, or in this case, under the slab in the batteries. I'm sure of it. Herbert out.